sometimes are getting trapped in this cycle of using buzzwords and jargon and ultimately not communicating our message effectively. And this is something that has been coming up a lot for me and for my clients, and I think it might be coming up for you as well. So we're going to talk about it today. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Isabella Sanchez Castaneda, or you may know me as Isa, and this is Building with Isa Media Inc., where together we are becoming the entrepreneurs we know we can be and building the businesses that we love. And a huge part of that building process is learning how to effectively communicate what it is that we do, how we help people, and what our offers are. And so this was coming up for me a ton because I'm refining the way that I talk about Isa Good Podcast, my podcast production package. And I'm trying to use words that truly show you what the value, even right there, value is such a buzzword. We'll get into that but that truly show you how worth it it is to have a podcast out there as a business owner, as a person who wants to be a personal brand in the online space, anything like that. And I want to do that in a way that you're not going to read it and immediately just kind of zone out or gloss over what I'm saying. Because what we're going to get into today is that when we reuse words that are swirling around the online space, that everyone else has used, they start to turn like mushy in our brains. They, It's the same thing as saying the same word like 10 times in your head, like say the word cereal 10 times in your brain, it's gonna start turning into mush. And that is what a lot of words like authority, value, create value, thought leadership, what, there's a couple more that are gonna come out throughout this episode, but that's what a lot of those words, even the word community, has really turned into when we're trying to sell. Specifically, if you're someone who uses Instagram to uh, really market your business, you've heard these terms. You've seen how bad it can get out there with people using these terms and maybe not knowing what they mean or just throwing them in there because they think that's what sells. All of that, we're gonna get into it. But this was coming up for me, like I said, in my messaging as I tried to refine it. And I was having conversations with several of my clients and friends and they're having the same issue. And so, for example, one person who I think is a genius system specialist, we were having a conversation and system specialist especially tend to use words like streamlining, tend to use words like backend, tend to use words... Um, I forget what a couple of the other ones were, but you've seen them. And oftentimes, while that is what they do, they do streamline what your back end, they do make sure that you're organized. But those words to someone who's not a systems person either feel overwhelming or they feel like they don't really say much, they feel like they are vague or just not easy to grasp concepts. And so when we do that, even a person like this person who I'm telling you is like a systems genius, even a person that really knows their stuff starts to just get blended, it starts to just blend into the void, starts to blend into what everyone else is saying because they're not clearly showing what it is that they're doing or clearly explaining. And so that was on my mind. And I started reading this book called Creative People Must Be Stopped by David Owens. It goes down the list of like six main reasons that we kill innovation, either as individuals or groups or organizations. 
and I want to quote a lot more of it to you and I want to share a lot of insights that I've gotten from it. Um, so you'll, you'll hear me talk about it again in future episodes. But this morning I was reading the section about individual innovation constraints and one section says insufficient vocabularies and it's all about how the way that we choose to express and communicate our ideas. And this stood out to me a ton. I'm going to read from it here. He says, while the store of business ideas is becoming richer and more creative by the day, many people's vocabularies are getting thinner as they overuse buzzwords, cliches, and business speak terms. Talking about the bottom line, the net net, the expected synergies, and being leveraged may make us feel as though we're part of the club, but often these kinds of expressions are used poorly in vague ways that fail to express clear, definite ideas. A similar point applies to using technical language outside the context in which it is precisely defined meaning. Terms like profit margin, value, and return on investment have specific, precise definitions and uses in the field of accounting, but in more general use, their meaning tends to be watered down and generalized. To be sure, expanding our technical vocabularies can increase our power to express ideas precisely, but only if we use the terms to articulate specific meanings. Otherwise, even in our internal monologues, it's easy for this kind of shorthand to obscure the vagueness of the underlying idea. Here is an easy test. Can we restate our point concretely and specifically without using the quote unquote technical terms? So I read that this morning, I have it highlighted, I have a sticky note on it. I want to keep coming back to this because it was just like, it hit me in the face. Like this is exactly what we're doing in the online space. So when he says that uh, using these words can make us feel like part of the club, but they are, they are being used in poor, vague ways. I was just like, that is exactly what we do on our Instagram stories. That is exactly what we do when we start saying, oh wow, this offer is really gonna help you build authority. What does that mean? Or this offer is really gonna give you a return on investment, but we're talking about um, a non-monetary return on investment, which is still important, but we don't necessarily know how to say that without just saying, oh, it's gonna give you an ROI. And I was just like, I literally reread this paragraph over and over because I was like, wow, this is exactly what I needed to solve this issue that I've, I've been saying to you. And really using words, sometimes we really use words in a way where it's because our coach told us to use them or we heard them in a sales webinar and it sounded good when so-and-so used it, so you started adopting it. And there's nothing wrong with that because oftentimes we have to test out this language in order to know whether it's going to work for us. But I want to encourage us, and I'm not saying this as a way to, you know, tell you like, oh, you're using these words. I use these words all the time. Like I've been really wanting to change my sales page because I use the term community a ton. And I know that community is really valuable, but the way that we use the word community in the online space has become mush in our brain. And so I've been looking at my sales page and looking at the word community because I say that with Isa Good Podcast, you can build a community building, you can launch a community building show. And 
while that's true, like, what does that mean anymore? Because now we have things like community um, can mean being in a discord together. Community, a lot of times people in group coaching programs will sell the community of the program. People will say that, oh, all of their followers are a community. And that's like all of these different definitions for community is making it really hard to even use that as a selling point anymore because we're all coming at that word from such different angles. Same thing with the word authority. Some people think authority has to mean 20 years of expertise. Other people mean authority and think 20,000 followers on Instagram. Other people mean authority and think something really negative about it because we have we want to dismantle old systems and hierarchies in business. And so if we are not clearly defining these words, we are not doing much with them, which is why, again, in this paragraph, when he says expanding our technical vocabularies can increase our power, our power to express ideas precisely, but only if we use the terms to articulate specific meanings. We've lost the specific meaning in the online space. And so while I'm not telling you to never, ever, ever use these words, it's more about can we use these words and define them through our content or can we use different words that are simpler and that are actually going to resonate with our target audience? So for the term value, that's one that I have such a hard time with because we always say like, oh, give value in your content, give value. And then people are like, oh, value has to mean how to educational content rather than really exploring how value can be. Um, giving someone inspiration, giving someone thought. And so at this point, it's just so vague. It's just so, it's lost so much of its meaning that I'm really steering away from using a term like that. The other thing, I don't want to just point out a problem and then not give you a solution. So the other paragraph that I want to read to you from this book, Creative People Must Be Stopped, is about being mindful about your ways of communication and when you overuse cliches and overuse certain terms. So he says, all of us fall into these kinds of communication habits, meaning cliches and overused words. And the first step to recovery is to notice them. This small act of mindfulness can bring you the important insights about the subtle differences between what you are trying to say and what you are actually communicating. Try recording yourself in meetings and conversations and listening carefully afterwards for your pet ways of talking. Or try asking a friendly colleague to wave a hand when you use an expression without clear and definite meaning. Reread your own memos and ruthlessly highlight every cliche or vague expression you can find. Better yet, ask someone else to read your memo and hunt down any and all the expressions that aren't doing useful work. Once you begin noticing your verbal shorthand, with a little practice, you can concisely reach a little deeper for the precise idea you're trying to convey. When you hear yourself say, think outside the box, did you mean, with our established reputation and customer base, what we're looking for is a slightly more novel version of this product than our competitors offer? Or, unless we come up with something truly radical, we have no chance to compete with the gorillas in our, marketing, in our market. Were you even clear in your own mind about which of these you were trying to say? So, to bring that again into the world that we're in, because a lot of us are solopreneurs, is... If you've been recording your sales calls or you've been recording your coaching calls with your clients, go through those. The thing that I'm going to start doing is going through my stories from the last two months and what words am I repeating a ton that people are not really resonating with. And same thing with my sales page. What words am I using over and over that aren't actually helping my case of trying to 
show you how important it is to have a platform like a podcast in order to really get you ahead in your personal brand. I kind of lost my train of thought there. Um, so yeah, so let's explore these things and let's also really question if someone is hiding behind a lot of these words, it is not a bad thing. It's actually going to be really helpful to them. If you are thinking of buying something from someone and you ask them, what do you truly mean by community building? Or what do you truly mean by build authority? Or what do you mean by become a thought leader in your industry because by asking those questions and getting people's true definitions and what they truly mean one you're helping them um, explain it better and two you're getting to know whether your the definition in your head is the same as the person you're trying to buy from so that's something for you to note as a consumer as well and be open to your clients asking you the same thing. So I hope that was helpful. I hope that we can continue this conversation. What is a buzzword in your industry that you are tired of hearing? If you're in systems, maybe it's streamline. If you are in marketing, maybe it's authority building or community building. If you are in sales, maybe you're tired of the word ROI because with so many different programs, it's really hard to gauge. Um, maybe if you are in like something creative, like photography or video, maybe you're tired of the word vision because who knows what that means anymore. Let me know what it is that is coming up for you. Also, give me feedback on maybe there are terms that I've been using in this podcast that you have heard me use and overuse and they're not making total sense. I would really appreciate having that conversation with you and I am just excited that you're here. So connect with me on Instagram at Isa Media Inc and let me know your thoughts and feedback and I will see you next week.